Night Whispers. It's a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. We're breeding pussycats, dear friends. Pussycats instead of lions. And when these cosseted little kittens finally do get older, all they do is push out their parents, eat processed salmon from a can, and become incontinent on our carpet. Yes, it seems to me, God help us, that these pussycat silver balls are the only dangly bits that will ever be let near the testosterone-free areas of our pulpits of today. It's pathetic. Yet, don't you know from our text for tonight that neutered males can never enter the service of God? Night Whispers number 099, April 08, and the title of your Night Whisper is Cannibalism, Christian Served with Sago. And your dream word for tonight is strength. Deuteronomy 23 verse 1 says, He who is emasculated by crushing or mutilation shall not enter the assembly of the Lord. They disembarked the ship at Risk Point on the River Fly and were invited by the fierce tribesmen into their longhouse for a meal. Little did they know that they were, in fact, the main ingredient of that meal. In just a few moments, the stone club smashed into the back of their heads, and then just as quickly, a bone dagger was thrust downwards into their gullets, and their heads immediately sawn off their bodies with a bamboo knife. The headless corpses were then given to the women of the tribe, the flesh of which was removed, and then cooked and mixed with sago, which in turn was then consumed with gladness that very day. It was via this most terrible route that the young missionary Oliver Tompkins and the 60-year-old walking legend of Reverend James Chalmers, Tamate, the great heart of Papua New Guinea, entered into heaven. Chalmers was known as Tamate simply because the tribespeople he took the gospel to couldn't pronounce his real name, so Tamate stuck. Indeed, he stuck with his task and duty for over 20 years without taking a furlough. He lost two wives to exhaustion and sickness, was shipwrecked at least four times, and was in constant danger every other day and twice on Sundays. He was a sold-out, eccentric man of God, a man's man of genuine, lovable character, making friends and followers ranging from Robert Louis Stevenson to even Bully Hayes, the most infamous six-foot-four-inches-tall, four-foot-round-barrel-chested pirate from Ohio. There is no time tonight to tell you of his deeds amongst the fierce, live-nose-biting-and-eating, battling cannibals which he came to take the gospel to. I tell you, Men like him would find no place in the churches of today. Indeed, I wonder if their spirit, if now placed among us, would most naturally turn to arson and burn our buildings down around our girly little heads. Ladies, please, no offence intended, for it is the males among us I'm talking to. Whenever I read of brethren of this stature, for what mighty warriors were both they and their Deborahs, I'm struck by two things. First, of course, is their daring, their dedication to duty, and their utter death to themselves. The stories of these heroes of the faith need to be reintroduced to our young people of today, who, God help us, are more familiar with the current Californian white-teethed teenage Christian idol than any of those real giants. We're breeding pussycats, dear friends, pussycats instead of lions, and when these cosseted little kittens finally do get older, all they do is push out their parents, eat processed salmon from a can, and become incontinent on our carpet. 
At least they can sing a good song, though, and play a mean guitar. I mean, that's got to count for something. The Christian education of our children needs some meat injecting right into the centre of it, that's for sure. Secondly, the brutal method of the departure of these saints is so contrary to the very false promises which is so much spouted lately from our pulpits by pastoral pussycats wearing velvet collars with dangling silver bells. Yes, it seems to me, God help us, that these pussycat silver balls are the only dangly bits that will ever be let near the testosterone-free areas of our pulpits of today. It's pathetic. Yet, don't you know from our text for tonight that neutered males can never enter the service of God? Even so, there they are, friends, and they can do little but lie to their congregations because they've already lied to themselves and sold themselves to softness. Am I mad? Or is it really the paradiddle of the paraclete I hear as Drake's drum beats once more? Or is it maybe just my simple, wishful thinking, my desperate personal longing to hear the roar of lions in our land once more? Unless it is the former, we are most certainly doomed to destruction. Oh, and P.S. Cannibalism is back on the menu. Get ready. Listen, how can I account for this generation? The people have been like spoiled children whining to their parents. We wanted to skip rope, and you were always too tired. We wanted to talk, but you were always too busy. John came fasting, and they called him crazy. I came feasting, and they called me a lush, a friend of the riffraff. Opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Matthew 11, verse 16 to 19, the message. Pray with me, please. Lord, raise up, train up men of steel to ease our shame. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And let it be so. Hello, Victor Robert Farrell here. Night Whispers is a ministry feature of the 66 Books Ministry, where we're teaching the world about the God of the whole Bible and His only begotten Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ our Lord. This 21st century applicable Bible teaching is what we do each and every day and we cannot do it without your help. So I would like to invite you to go to www.give66.com and make a one-off or regular donation today. It would be so greatly appreciated and it would continue to help us teach the whole world about the God of the whole Bible. So once again, please make your donation today at www.give66.com. That's give66.com. And thank you so very much.